What is up? I'm your host, Gabby, and welcome to the Shit My Roommate Says podcast. Come vibe with my guests and I as we share our stories and open up about the taboo topics that roam around in most people's minds. All right, welcome back to the Shit My Roommate Says podcast. I'm your host, Gabby, and today we have my dynamic duo, Miss Abby. Let's give it up. I'll be in the hizzle. I can't with you. You miss me all day, every day. Of course. And there is I no denying a little Gabby in my life. <laughs> a little how did how did that song go when we were kids like a little bit of abigail in my life it, it was abigail wasn't it gabby in my life <laughs> your whole vibe <laughs> well welcome man i know it's your first time to the shit my roommate says podcast and i am so eager to have you and i have been waiting for this episode because i I think back to when we worked together and I just remember all of our good times. And so that's actually how I like to start off my segments. If for, uh, I'm sure you're familiar by now, but um, I like to kind of start it off with everybody telling us a little bit about themselves and how we met. So take it away, Miss Abby. All right. Well, I'm Miss Abby. Um, Every, well, for those who know me know that I'm loud. I'm out there. I'm just, I say awkward stuff all the time. Um, I'm generally a shy person, but once you get to know me, I'm just, just out of there. It's just like, sometimes you just like, I kind of miss when she was quiet. (laughs) The things I say, it's just like out of there. You were quiet Um, for the first eight seconds of our (laughs) not friendship. And then you spoke and I was like, all right, sign sealed, delivered. I guess it just depends on who I'm around. Like, you know, when you sense who you click with right away, like mm-hmm. the vibe just sets in and then my personality comes out. So I'm a little bit more reserved with standoffish people. And then like when I met you right off the bat, like, I don't even know what you said. I think you I like said like ring. a mean girl's line. I think you said something from a movie and I was like, oh. oh, it was because I was asking our old boss, like, you know, she, she didn't tell us if there was uniform and she, we, I think it, <laughs> you and I had both started within like a week of each other really. Yeah. And I mean, you saw her, she was already like, we had to, we had a, we had a level to be at. <laughs> and so, you know, it was kind of like one of those things like, well, like, are we going to try and like color coordinate on certain days? And I, so I was like, on Wednesdays we wear pink. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what you said. And I think we just took it from there. I was like, she wore army pants and flip flops. So I wore yeah. army pants and flip flops. And oh, I was like, I yeah, that's my person. Face. It was awesome. I was like, yeah, you're, you're my spirit animal. As soon as, as soon as I met you, we clicked. And I I think that was awesome. Cause you don't, you don't really, um, you don't really get to meet a lot of people like that. And the people you do, is just like, you just, you hold on to those, you know, those are keepers in my opinion. Like I have probably for every place I've worked at, I probably hold on to like one person, every other company. And I mean, yeah, that tells you I've been with, you know, some peeps, but I've I found my niche finally, you know, like I've been where I'm at now for a good bit and, you know, it's, it's going really good. And same thing with you, you know, how, how long have you been? 
So I don't really, so if you notice, I don't really dabble into what we do too much. Right. Um, I like to keep my professional away from here just because I'm like, I'm already at that place. And I do that, you know, for the majority of my time, really. So here I just like to be me. So kind of the side of what you do as a, in a profession. Yeah, of. exactly. I just, it's my, it's the other side of me that you don't really get to see. You know what I mean? It's the after hours. It's the on-call Gabby. <laughs> the on-call. The <laughs> <Get> on-call. <laughs> it's our job lingo. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. And it's just funny because like we relate on so many things, even out of work. You know what I mean? Because like we yes. do the same thing and then out of work, it's like we're the same person. So it's like everybody wins. It's a win-win. And you know, and I think the thing that I've always found like most refreshing with you is that you're a young mom too. And right when I feel like I'm the young mom in the group, like my kid's actually younger than your daughter, you know, and I find that to be just like so awesome because here I am, you know, giving advice to like my friends who are now having children and I get to go to you and be like, how was it with her? And, you know, did you go through this? And was, you know, was, was this done too? And you're able to give me that advice. So it's kind of nice. It's, it's, it's refreshing to kind of just like have that, like, uh, uh-huh, that other opinion in my, in my way, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's funny because like, I like whenever we're talking about motherhood and we're giving each other that advice, we're just so raw with it. It's not all peaches and cream. You know, we kind of give it like the, the raw truth of it. And... Hell no. We know our children annoy exactly. us, but we love them. Like yes. the love is never ending. <laughs> you know, it's, it's unconditional, but definitely girl, y'all, y'all ever stop talking. You're, you heard the quiet game. I'm going to teach you it. <laughs> I was like, you know, Fun my too. part of the day is when you're asleep, honey. Three That's cookies true. if you win. <laughs> I will bribe my child. Oh, I have goodness. no guilt in being the okay mom. <laughs> yeah. Or when it's just been one of those long days and mom, mom, mom. Oh my God. I, you know, go ahead. There, I have had the majority of having bad girl jewelry, the majority of her life, you know, like uh, her bio dad and I, um, we do have like our little orders and set in place and whatnot, but the extra of being able to say like, Hey, if if he wanted her extra, that's never really never necessarily ever been discussed. So naturally she's, she's been with me a majority of the time. So it's, it's funny because like I'm now, even though she's been very independent, the majority of her early years, she's now become very like stage five clinker. And I love it though. But like, I'm now experiencing, like, I can't even go have like a mommy break in peace. Like, I feel you on that. I can't even use the bathroom. <laughs> no, I can't even take a shower, girl. She's like, peekaboo. No, I can't take a poop in peace because Ari's right there at the door. Just like, what are you doing, mom? mom oh, and, then, and then of course, like, you know, they over exaggerate. Like I, bear, I hadn't even like sat down, you know, much less like <laughs> done my squat position. And he's like, ew, it stinks. <laughs> I'm like, get the hell out of here. I'm you like, know. if I had a shoe on right now, I'd be throwing it at the door. No, like just staring at me, making dead eye contact while I'm trying to drop a deuce and 
I'm like, this is really awkward. I was like, why am I, I don't want to make eye contact you while I'm doing this. And <laughs> we'll see, it, it used to be Leo. So Leo is my dog for, you know, those who don't know, but it used to be Leo. And it's so funny. I said his name. He literally is right outside the door. <laughs> I like heard his little jingle. Can y'all hear it now? No. See, okay, I'm glad that I've soundproofed y'all enough, but like I can still hear, so it's funny. But yeah, he, he totally heard me say his name, and he was just like came to the door, like, "Well, my mom right here." <laughs> but no, it's like it's exactly that point though. Like, if I do not have one, Leo has always been my stage five clinger. Like, Leo has just always been so attached at my side. So like, I have a king size bed. My king size bed is no longer just my bed. It is now my bed, chef's bed, and then bad girl jury likes to come in almost every night, and I'm just like, girl, we're going, we're going to go round and round. God, I see you on that. And then if you thought that was bad, the dog comes in too. So yeah. I was like, let's just have a party in, <laughs> in the bed. And I'm like, just, I'm just trying to get seven hours. And your, part, and your party space is like only a Yes, of course, of because right? if I were to even try and request a centimeter more, I'd get a foot, I'd get a toenail <laughs> in my, my eye or something. Bro, like, bro, definitely. You got <laughs> the whole other side of the bed and then like this four foot child just decides to just, yes. who wants to be in your space? I'm like, they want to square up at night. They want to square up when they know I'm trying to get my REM cycles going. <laughs> I'm like, just back up. It's COVID, man. <laughs> Six feet. For real. Give me They're all in my pod. I'm like, so sweet. Get out of my bed. <laughs> Go to the couch. Go to your bed. <laughs> like living with your broke best friend, right? <laughs> and that's why, that is why literally it's funny because everybody has kind of asked me recently, you know, where the, where the name roommate kind of comes from. And like when I'm setting up different interviews, they're like, well, you know, like we didn't live together. And I was like, well, I utilize the term roommate very loosely, you know, I don't, um, so to me, it's like, you're sharing a story and it's, you're sharing it. You can talk about your roommate, your roommate could be your sister, your family, your, you know, because you've grown up with those people, you've lived with those people. So you have those personal stories. And then of course I've known you. So I've been able to then kind of give you my stories and we make our own over time. So it's kind of one of those things like the term roommate is a very loose term. So I like to, I like to throw my own spin on it sometimes. So we room. Oh, yes. And, and bad girl jewelry is my broke freeloading roommate <laughs> because just when I'm trying to enjoy my mommy's secret pint of Rocky road ice cream, you know, that I do not get a lot. And then she goes, mama. Mama, I want some. Mama, share. And then, like, she knows I'm trying to ignore her. And this <laughs> is how I know she's my child. Because she's like, gimme. <laughs> like, gimme it already. <laughs> like, what are you waiting for? I'm like, rude. But here you like, go. Rude. Now leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's the part about having a freeloading roommate. You just... You got to let it happen. You got to let it slide. Definitely. Definitely. It's just like, if you kick them out, what, what's going to happen? 
And do you ever see any other kids in your future? Is like you're one and done? I don't know. I I really don't know. You know what? In in Abby's perfect world, yes. But then Ari <laughs> does something and I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna take my time on that one. Love her. This bump. This Love bump, her. man, because I'm the same way. Bad girl jewelry, like chef chef has discussed you know the idea of having another child later we would definitely plan for it bad girl jewelry wasn't planned um so i definitely would just want to make sure i'm a little bit more stable first both of us i'd like for us to have more space you know just kind of do things the right way not necessarily like she was done wrong but not i I have i have traditional values right uh-huh. Well, uh, I would I would like to go back to those. You know, we're being honest. The first one was a freebie. Jeez, the first one was an oops. Rough no, draft. I, love, I love Ari. Draft. I, I love I Ari. To save. <laughs> I love Ari so much. I definitely think um, she was definitely a big um, jump into maturity. She wasn't planned. Five bottles of whiskey later. Mm-hmm. Um, but she definitely wasn't planned but yeah. she definitely <laughs> she definitely <laughs> is a blessing she taught me patience um how to be more sensitive and definitely something i never really was was affectionate um so with that being said you know i do want more children in the future but i definitely want to be at better stability um and definitely in a stable healthy relationship that i know it's going somewhere and um you know further into my relationship um than compared to where I'm not I know that's definitely not a topic of conversation just yet but well I mean I think that's the perfect transition don't you think <laughs> I feel like um, that was true dynamic duo status like <laughs> you you you're again doing my job for me I'm like hey take it away Abby <laughs> no I'll leave this one to you because this will go left real quick <laughs> That's how we do things the right way. I'm a lefty, remember? Oh, that's right. <laughs> but no, I mean, right, I that go. is actually why I wanted to have you on today. I think, you know, you and I have always, always shared a passion with this, with this particular conversation. And I would love the viewers and whoever is watching to be able to experience this the style of Abby that I get. <laughs> and I guess I appreciate it because, because you are so just honest and genuine about it. Like, but there is nothing wrong with it because that's, it's what you honestly, you and I have agreed on, you know? So the one, our topic today is acting like a lady and thinking like a man, you know, women <laughs> who have men tendencies and mindset and i i feel like we at least had to help write some side notes definitely in that We're definitely book a different type of breed of woman i agree i <laughs> definitely agree um you know the fun part is that when i was um so when my mom was pregnant with me i was always told that i was going to be a boy and lo and behold, I ain't a boy. <laughs> so I always girl. feel like 
I always feel like a little bit of the like mindset carried because I grew up, I grew up very, very tomboy. So I mean, it's one thing already when like you grow up and the boys aren't necessarily going and asking your brother who is pretty much the same age as you, you know, to go, to go play with them. They're asking you to play. And then your mom's kind of like, uh, are you sure you don't want, you don't want him? And they're like, no, her, you know? So, I mean, it tells you something and being around the guys, like when you're, and it's definitely not, you know, because you're the the boys at this point are teenagers and whatnot, and they're trying to show off. So you're not playing flag football. They're freaking tackling people in the muddy yard and you know the muddy field in the back where it's all (laughs) vacant and whatnot and you know they ask you if you want to play and these are your buddies at that time you know like you haven't grown a set of boobs yet or certain a pair of boobs yet like you haven't you know like came into your j-lo booty like I still don't sure. know. Like booty. Sweetheart, I I <laughs> prayed to Santa many years during my teenage years for a pair of boobs and it did not come. Yeah, well, I it, think I think my my chest did not fully mature until like maybe after my my child was here. It, it when left, it was like, okay, girl, here's a break. If left my <laughs> was a person, I would be that person because I'm all back. So, so I'm still waiting for my booty to come in. I'm pushing 30. So, you know what is so funny? So there's there's that no, there's no but. I always said I was like I, I never felt personally like my chest was ever an issue because like, what you what you lack you make up somewhere else. You know, so I always felt like I had the the rear end taken care of. So, but now as I've gotten older, I'm like, dang it, because now I'm marking out more and I'm losing my butt and I'm like. Oh, I hate this. I know. And I know I can do other workouts, you know, that'll make a comeback. I'm just lazy. You know, I I chose to start a podcast instead of losing that last 20 pounds. (laughs) I chose to sit additionally. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking winning, man. (laughs) She's winning. I don't know. I'm not winning yet on the, the body in my defense in my defense I sip water like all day now and even you know me I hate water (laughs) I definitely agree on the you know what you lack you have somewhere else I guess that's why I'm so funny (laughs) because I lack the butt (laughs) you know I was just saying hilarious you'll forget that I'm all back once I start talking so I guess that's how I've managed dating (laughs) (laughs) And you know, it's, it's good to have that humor behind it because I've always seen those as like strengths and weaknesses, really. And I've, I'm going to be 30, you know, like I've been dating, I mean, seriously dating since I was like 15, you know, so 15, almost 15 years now when you really think about it. And it's kind of like one of those things like you develop, you know, the traits, you develop your likes and your dislikes. And over time, I realized like I was never going to be that girl who like depended on a man. 
you know, I always knew that I had my own hustle when it came down to it. And the part that always got me was that I guess like I was, I was forward maybe like to where I came off sometimes intimidating because it was like, Oh, Hey, I got, I got this. Like, do you want to get the tickets to the movie and I'll get like the popcorn or whatnot? You know, like I never made somebody feel like they had to pay for the whole date of something, you know? And I heard so many times, like, how intimidating that was. I was like, it's intimidating to help you. <laughs> to help you. Okay. I think that's the part where it, um, where it hits into the thinking like a guy. Cause like nowadays, most, you know, not most, not all, but most women do expect the guy to do it all. Mm-hmm. And then Therefore, like when you, you know, I grew up just like you did. I grew up tomboy. My, you know, my dad had me everywhere, like at at work, working on the car, playing sports. So that instilled in me even till this day. And I guess the, I guess that's where the big part of, I'm a girl, but I think like a dude hits, you know what I mean? Because uh, you, you be, it's a sense of insensitivity and and at a, at a sort, um, And it's just like, it just stays with you. It's not something that ever goes away. And it honestly, when you think like a guy, it Mm -hmm. hits every aspect of your life. It hits friendships, uh, relationships, just your mindset, just the way you think you, you're a go-getter and you're just not, you're just not as sensitive as most girls are. Did you ever find growing up that a lot of your male friends hit on you or found you more attractive because you were able to think like them and reason like them? Yes. But because I was so awkward when it came to that, because I wasn't girly, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that had a sense to where I didn't catch that they were hitting on me. I was more awkward. So when I say like it it hits every aspect of life, it also hit the approach of dating as well. Mm. Like, you know, most girls are smooth when it comes to talking to guys. And what I've learned, because most of my friends that I would go out with were guys. I always got along with more guys than I did with Same. girls. Same, you, you know, and I feel like that is what helped me be able to talk to guys a little bit better because Definitely. to anybody that I liked or to anybody that I, you know, had a crush on, even into my adult life, like I was like, mm, I don't have, mm, no. And I don't know why I was like that. Like, I guess it's the anxious part of me or whatnot, but I mean, you know, I, I, call, I chalk it up to being a girl sometimes, like, and I know that's, like, super, like, not feminist, but I'm just, like, <laughs> I, chalk, I chalk it up to, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm shy, you know, like, not a lot of people realize that about me, like, if I don't feel like doing something, like, if I'm, like, on the inside, like, I'm dreading it, I'm, like, I'm super shy, like, I feel kind of, like, as I've got, ooh, flipped off the camera oops (laughs) Uh, I feel like you know as I've gotten older like I've not necessarily became more of an introvert but I've definitely shielded myself from kind of like that bs yeah like and so it's allowed it's allowed me to kind of peel back a little bit more of my layers but it's also allowed me to kind of see the beginning layers of others and I'm like "Mm, are you necessary for my life And I feel like the one thing with thinking like a man is that 
I think sometimes when we have that mindset, it's kind of like, how, how would I put it? Like, is it too, like, it's too much. You know what I mean? I, I think on my set, cause I'm shy, just like you are, mm-hmm. but you see my, I don't know if you would call it a defense mechanism, but me being so shy, I kind of shut out. And then the moment I do start speaking, I become, I say something so awkward. Like I had a guy <laughs> in a bar ask me for my phone number. I gave him a high five. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't want to talk to me after that. He's like, this, something's wrong with this girl. You know what I mean? Like, hey, can I have your phone number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no. So, all right. Good talk. Bye. And then. Power Rangers. Go, go, yeah. So then I, I had another guy approach me in like an O'Reilly's one time and he was making conversation and I didn't catch on to it because I was like, you know, like guys are naturally friendly. And so I'm, I didn't catch on that he was hitting on me. And then right as soon as I'm going to pay and walk away, he, he tells me, you know, can I get your phone number? And instead, no, I don't ask him if he has a Facebook. I don't ask him if he has an Instagram. No, I ask him if he had a Candy Crush. I don't even play, mm-hmm. I don't even play Candy Crush. So that's how awkward I get when it comes to like guys approaching me. And in a sense, I've learned that about most guys are like that. Mm-hmm. So my some of my best guy friends that I used to go out with, you know, good looking dudes, like they're not, you know, they're really good looking. They take care of their bodies and everything. So you would think they, they have no problem approaching girls, right? Well, partying with them and going out with them, they're just as awkward as I am. Like, you know, those memes on Facebook where they're, they're like, guys just go to the clubs to stand there and say, oh, she bad. Yeah. Kind of (laughs) true. Cause like my guy friends, you know, these buff dudes and they could probably have any girl in the club, but they literally do just stand there drinking and be like, dang she's bad and I'm looking at the it's like the guys in king of the hill yeah exactly I'll just sit there with their checking their beers yeah and I'm the awkward one with the with the bald spot you know that's me and the group (laughs) of guys you know what I mean so like um and I'm I'm looking at them and I, I see them like they're so awkward just like me and I'm just like okay like I thought that was a me thing I guess it's a guy thing as well and like I would see that they would have trouble going up to girls like and you would think they had the most confidence ever to just approach anybody but no they were just as awkward as I was and I guess that's why like I related to most of them and it's just like I don't know if that's just growing up tomboy or like are we all just awkward am I hanging around with the right people right now because so have you ever been done wrong by a man oh yeah have you but have you been able so in the mindset of acting like a lady thinking like a man have you ever caught your man you know in any relationship like doing something he shouldn't have like definitely yes did when you chose to handle it in the way that I'm almost certain you did which is of course like taking zero you know zero craps right or any of it Right. You know, how did, I know that is your mindset of like, Hey, like I'm going to treat you exactly how you treated me. How did that go? Like, how did, how did those instances go? Because you have such guy tendencies in a way, like how did those arguments go those days? Um, I mean, or in the disagreements sense, or in, in a sense, in the moment, 
um, got my guy tendencies didn't come out. In a sense, my women tendencies came out, you know, as far mm. as my sensitivity. But when we overcame that, well, I wouldn't say overcame because we obviously didn't stay together, right? But when <laughs> I overcame that situation, my mindset kind of clicked like, okay, so the next guy that comes, it's, I've seen the situation before. I already know what's going on. I know how you guys are. So it's not even so much of like, oh, I think like a guy in this situation. It's like, I've seen a guy do this. So you're probably doing the same thing. And then it just develops this whole um, facade in my mind. Like I'm already a step ahead of you. Like I'm already thinking like a dude. So I know what your next step is. So I'm either going to keep it pushing or I'm going to play your game just like you are, but I'm probably going to do it better because I've seen this before. And has, um, hmm, has anybody you've dated ever said like you were intimidating to them because you have such a strong, independent oh, yeah. hustle to you already? Definitely. I've been told like I seem difficult. <laughs> um, you that, never. Me never. Um, that I'm very, um, I have a strong personality and I look like if I don't get my way, I'm just aggressive. I mean, All day, I, am very, just I am, I am, <laughs> I am very dominant, mm -hmm. but, um, I think that's in like my parent life, my work life, but you know, I'm just, you know, even though I may have guy tendencies at some point, I'm still a woman and I still like in my relationship, I still want to be, you know, um, I still want to be the nurturer in my relationship, but in a sense, if I'm, since I'm getting played, that's when it's going to kick in and I'm going to kind of play the same game back. Or if I don't really have energy for it, I'm just going to walk away. But you still entertain the idea of like playing the game too. Depending on how I feel for that person. If there's like a strong physical connection, mm -hmm. then I'm probably going to entertain it until I'm like, eh, I just, I need something else. And has there ever been a sense where you were just able to, have you ever found like your male Abby, I guess, in a way? Yeah. <laughs> How'd that go? Um, still going. It's still going actually. Um, it's, a. Uh, we both definitely need a lot of growth. Um, and we've come a long way from where we were. So, um, so it sounds like this is the, a current, a current, yeah, current yeah, somebody. It's the current situationship, I guess you can say. A situationship, yeah. I love it. I love that lingo. I might borrow that. <laughs> it's a yeah, situationship. The situationship because we're still learning a lot about each other. Um, gotcha. we, okay. We obviously developed a sense of um, feelings for okay, we care about each other, but we're also both aggressors. So we kind of both need to take a step back and reevaluate everything. All right, you know, would it be a better situationship to, you know, maybe we need to get to know each other a little bit more before we finally make that decision and just, yeah. just have fun with it. Be friends. You really need to get to know people to really, really have that healthy relationship. So what I think, um, what I've seen has worked and what's not worked for me, I, de I definitely think um, with this one, I'm taking my time and I'm really getting to know this person because of previous experiences and why I think like a guy. So, 
And, you know, I, I like, I take it back from, you know, childhood that I have such a dominant type A kind of personality where I like to control the different situations. Um, would you say that you take more so after like your mom or would you say you take more so after your dad? I would say I take a lot more after my dad. <laughs> See, I agree. I, um, I, I say mean, the I same thing. That's why we think like guys, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you dad. know, and, and it's so. so funny. And, and I mean, a lot of people usually chalk it up. Like when they say things like that, like to daddy issues, I don't, I don't personally have any of that. Like, would you say, you know, you have any daddy issues to the sort, which would make no, you kind of think like a man more? I, no, actually. I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to say that because my dad was involved. Um, but you see, the, the way my dad raised me was definitely a little bit on the insensitive side. It mm. was more on the tough Girl. love. Traditional Mexican? Like, yes, traditional Mexican. Yes, yes, hunty. You, Ooh, you know, it wasn't the, he raised me like, you don't need a man. If you know it, you you do it yourself. You're independent. You hustle. And it's like, he raised me pretty much like the son he he wanted. Like, I'm his first child. So he raised me like, okay, you're a girl, but I'm going to raise you like my son kind of thing. And see, <laughs> I guess knowing that, like, I was always thought to be a boy, my dad took it like, and I had already adapted this tomboy personality so young that my dad was so kind of for it in a way. Like we didn't really have the best relationship growing up because my dad just, you know, he was the big, he was a big, um, he provided from like a distant, you know, my parents divorced early in life, but like my dad was a truck driver. He is a truck driver, you know, so he would travel for work. So it's like, I really wouldn't see my dad. And I wasn't old enough to wanting to kind of go on like the trucks at that time. Like it just wasn't something I fancied more than like my brother did my brother and my dad, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, son, dad moment. So like, that's crazy. Cause I was the opposite. My dad's a tire tech and he would go on calls into like the mines and, you know, different places out of town and I enjoyed that I was always with him on the calls in his truck I saw what he did and so it, it's just crazy that you say that because like I was I was a polar opposite and then my little brother really didn't care for it and so, see I was I was six yeah I was like right about six years old when my family when my parents got divorced and so it was kind of like I really because my dad had already been like going on the trucks so much into my like infancy I guess I was so used to always just staying with my mom so when you know like everything kind of got split and was like okay well these days you go here these days you go there I was already kind of more used to my mom like that was my comfort zone so I think it was just more so like oh, okay Bubba gets to go and like I can have you all to myself okay like sure so I I, I never really minded it but as I got older, that is where, yeah, like my dad, my dad definitely is like a disciple of tough love, um, just from the way he was raised, you know, and the way he, the different like values and, you know, things that he put into our mindsets, you know, like I was always raised, like if a man really loves you and like wants to be there for you and like 
the man's going to provide. The man is the like essential provider of the family. So like the girl, the woman should not have to work. And that's where like my dad and I always differed because I'm, I was always that child that all of my, all of my siblings actually, like we, we all have, you know, kind of just adapted it um, because we were, it was so ingrained in us as children, but like we all are so career driven. So it, it was really hard, you know, in a relationship. Cause it's like, I, I, I would never quit my job. Like I like to buy too much shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had the mentality of like, Hey, I got you when you don't have. And yes, you know, um, and I guess like, that's how we grew up though, you know? So here we are be giving, being given these traditional Hispanic values that, you know, our parents were given. And then here we are learning in society that it's like, oh, the people are equal. Like I can, I can have her back as much as he can have mine and vice versa. Like, you know, and so that is actually true. Like that is what I adapted in later relationships. And even up to now, it's like, oh, well, we take care of each other. But it was hard for me at first, um, having to kind of get out of that mindset, like, well, the guy is supposed to provide because I was always told like, well, when you get married, the man provides for you. Like, that's it. No, bottom line. If he can't do that, then he can't take care of his family. And I'm like, we should all be able to like take care of the family. Definitely. Right. It's not just his family. It's my family too. And I guess that's like that dominance kind of came back like that control. Like, Hey, why would I want him to have full control over this? Like I want the control. Like, uh, -uh. it's not just his family. I birthed these children or whatnot, you know, like, no, I want those butts my house too. <laughs> Definitely. I think because the way my dad instilled in me, like, you know, you, you got to hustle, you got to work for everything you got. That's just, mm -hmm. you know, you run with it as you grow. And like, my I'm, dad doesn't even like, like decals on cars. I'm sorry. I said my dad doesn't even like oh, decals on cars. Oh, me neither. I really don't like decals on cars either. Neither does my dad. And that's so crazy you said that. But since like he instilled that in the, in, I'm getting tongue tight. Since he instilled that in me, since I was young, I've always been a hustler, a go getter, a person that just does it myself. So, like, you know, for example, the the situationship I'm in, but he he's a giver, hard worker, always offering to do certain things, and I'm just like, no, you're good. Like, and then I'll do it vice versa, and it's just like he freaks out because it's just like no, like, you're not supposed to do that. And I'm just like, who said, like, who said I couldn't do that? Who and it's said like, I can't, like, I, I, the, want uh, I can't, well, here's lunch. I already got it. <laughs> what are you going to do? Throw it away? Well, if not, give it back. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just, it's just instilled in you. And that's just something that's hard to kind of get the mindset out of. Like, it's kind of hard. I guess that's something I do got to work on is being a lady and that's something that my guy friends have always told me too. Like, dang, you talk like a dude, you act like a dude. Like, and I'm just like, I, I'm sorry. I can't help it. I don't know what to do. And I would tell my friends, like, I want to be more lady, like, but I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like just my, even my vulgarity and the way I speak, everything is just so like, even, you know, and I, my preference is men, but even when I look at a woman, 
you know, typical woman is like, oh my God, she's so pretty. Like, oh my God, she's pretty. Then there goes me looking at a girl. And I'm like, dude, she's got a nice, you know, set of, <laughs> you know, melons, right? But I'll say something crazy. <laughs> and my friends will look at me like, what did you just say? And I'm like, it's just admir. It's out of admiration. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm just saying it in the worst way, I guess. You know what I mean? I find it like, funny because Chef and I will be somewhere. And... I will see a girl, like, I'll probably notice her first, and yeah, my definitely. eyes are going to look, my definitely. eyes are going to look yeah. like she did definitely. it to herself, and I'm looking at it in the sense of, like, you get it, queen, you feel exactly. it, exactly. you know, like, the whole Beyonce, Nicki Minaj yeah. song comes into my head, like, feeling myself, I'm feeling myself, like, oh, she's feeling herself, Ooh. you know, like, and then I instantly hurry up and turn to chef, and I'm like, isn't she pretty, like, look at her, like, her jeans are even fitting her nice. Like, I like, and it's that. like, like they don't know nice what to say. Jeans. They don't know what to like, say. Like, yeah, yeah. Like at the end of the day, like I'm complimenting her, but he doesn't even know what to do because I'm basically telling him like, look at her butt. Like, look at her outfit. Like, isn't she they, pretty? They, it, they feel it's a setup. And you know mm-hmm. what? And that's the thing about girls that think like guys, not a lot of girls that think like guys do with jealousy. But it's so funny. I will catch him sometimes. Like, not necessarily like looking at people to like gawking and staring like right, he's breaking right. his necks, but like right. you know, like he's probably like being observant like as to what that person is doing. But to <laughs> me, it's kind of like, oh, is he checking her out? And I'll tell him, I'll tell him, I'm like, she wasn't even that pretty. <laughs> he goes, I wasn't even looking. I'm like, I was, I was just kidding. I'm just kidding. like, if I saw it, if I saw it, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that you mentioned that because like a lot of the places that I I did like to go to. Like, um, and I haven't been there in a while because just due to work and stuff, but a lot of the places. Yeah. And COVID, of course. Um, A lot of the places that I did like to go to with my guy friends were like Twins and Hooters and um, Mm. Perfect Score and Wing Daddies. And like, if, you know, a lot of people ask me like, hey, what do you want to go eat? And it was typically one of those spots. Yeah. And I could be there and you would think like, oh, okay, she's going to get a mixed drink. No, I'm sitting there, you know, drinking like my uncle, but it looked like my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you there can you call go. me feel because how fast I'm chugging the beers. You know what I mean? Even down to the brew, I was drinking like holding, holding your long name. Exactly. Like, oh. Hold you know, my little hands. I have to hold it like that. But, Where's your grito? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like, even down to the drink, it's like, what's going on here? But it's just, it, it affects even the little details. And like, I would like places like that because in a sense, it wasn't like, not even so much like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking like a dude, so I'm checking out the girls. No, it's just, I'm just, I guess I'm in my natural element. I'm comfortable. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know. It's just fun. Have you ever like been talking to somebody and because you naturally just have more guy tendencies, you know, and, and mindset, did it ever not work in your favor? Like, did it just like, did you ever have a date just go bad or go sour? A date go sour? A relationship? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you were, you know. Uh, I wouldn't say yes. Yeah. You know what? I, I do. I've had that happen before. Um, I was with some friends. I think we were at Ojos Locos. Again, another oh one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've and never it, been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. 
But anyways, <laughs> I went there with my guy friends, my typical guy friends that I would go out with. And I think um, I think I saw a, a guy at the bar that I thought was cute. And of course, I had liquid courage. Mm-hmm. And um, so I told one of my friends, I was like, you know, what, what should I do? Like, should I be all cute and like just give him the stare and wait till he comes my way? And they're like, nah, just go do it. And I'm just like, you know what? You're right. I'm just going to go do it. So I go over there and I'm like, what's up, man? You know, can I get your number? And I'm approaching this guy like, I'm another dude like you know what I mean like a guy would approach a female and in a sense I feel like the roles were flipped I feel like I was that pervert guy and he was that like ew like is this jerk really talking to me like that call (laughs) yeah like you know just doing the whole slick walk and you know doing that and (laughs) did my whole pickup line I should have told him you know give me your number before I don't want it no more right I think that worked but he just wasn't feeling it he kind of just looked at me like like I felt like he gave me like a number out of pity I feel like at that moment he was giving me like the Mike Jones phone number from the song <laughs> one through three and I'm just like yeah that that really didn't work out I felt I was like maybe I should have been a little bit more dainty and ladylike and maybe he would have given me his phone number but I don't think he liked the whole like aggressor part as far as the approach I so yeah in a, in a sense I i witness that some guys just really don't like that and I think that's where I struggle with my flirtation skills because I'm not a good flirt I'm awful (laughs) I I only I can remember one good instance where I was on a date with somebody and I I'm gonna blame them for this one like (laughs) it was our like so like the first time I met them we met for like you know drinks and whatnot And then the second time we met, he took me to his family's house for a barbecue. A first date? Basically, like, I met you for drinks because, you know, like, that's like our get to know each other kind of thing. And this was before, like, you know, COVID and stuff. This was years ago. Before child. (laughs) And um, B.C., and um it was 2015 2016 bc and you know so i'm i'm kind of like okay i i can see the neighborhood like where we're going on the highway and i was like where are we going and he's like i mind you like i thought we were gonna stop like right along that little area because there was like a big shopping center and like i thought we were gonna eat there Turns out, like, his child was at the family's house. They were all barbecuing and cooking. And, like, when we got there, like, this neighborhood we were going to was, like, ritzy, rich neighborhood. So, I mean, their barbecues had lobster tails and crab legs. Like, I wasn't complaining about being there. Like, I definitely ate my worth of food. (laughs) but but at the same time I'm just like it's so awkward because it's kind of like I really didn't want to come to your family's house like we don't really know each other so you know like I put on at the end of the day it was a Hispanic family they're gonna really I mean at the end of the day I'm pretty hospitable like you're gonna like me I I put on good (laughs) face and you know everybody's like oh come back we look forward to seeing you la 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 and I just remember kind of like he was driving me back to my car. And I just remember that 
whole drive, I kind of, he was asking me like how I felt and like if I enjoyed the night and all I made a comment. I was like, I didn't anticipate meeting family so quickly. And I just feel like that would have been any woman's feedback to that evening. You know, like I wasn't going to call you out there with your family. Like I had a great time. Thank you for that. But I didn't plan on meeting your family that quick, man. Like, this is weird. Like I'm awkwarded out. And pretty awkward. (laughs) He decided that he was just going to let me know how he felt. And he started on in his mind. You were driving down the highway at this point. Like I may be like mm, 10 minutes from my car. And he's like, well, if you, I, if, if I knew beforehand that you were going to be this ungrateful for a great evening, I showed you a good time. You ate food that you probably wouldn't have eaten normally. And I just, at that moment when he said that, like, like, okay, like I can't afford what you're saying. I, what you're saying, I can't afford that little sorry of food. Like, bet you bought that at HB. Like, let's keep it real. <laughs> Like, okay, and the second, the second that I heard him say that, I was just like, I kind of looked at him, and mind you, he's driving, and I was like, do you need me to set you straight? And he was, he looked at me stone-faced, and he was like, excuse me? And I was like, do you need me to set you straight? You seem a little loose. (laughs) And he you're at a 10 you need to be at a three and i think i think that whole sentence just just did him in because he's like this is over i'm taking you back to your car and i was like i thought that's what we were already doing (laughs) and he was like like he just stayed quiet and i was like i don't need you to take me to my car like i can find my own transportation and he was just like stay quiet like so i mean i give it to you you're a gentleman to take me to my car but like never talked ever again after that Mm. I was just like, damn, I really wish I would have got that lobster tail recipe. <laughs> I should have got a to-go box of that. Damn it, Aunt Pearl. He's like, <laughs> he's like, cause he right this week I'm kind of broke. So I don't think I can afford the lobster tail this week. I mean, paycheck, paycheck was last week. Honey. I could buy two lobster tails with a coupon, but I could buy a coupon. You know those, uh, what do they call it? The favorite buys where it's like you buy like one thing and you get like seven things free. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's probably what they did. <laughs> yeah, I think they do that like on Sample Sunday. And I was just be- tell them, come like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think another thing too. Um, that hey, if you enjoyed today's topic and guests, just stay tuned and subscribe. On top of that, my voice is like down a couple octaves. I don't have a high-pitched girl voice either. Yeah. You know what I mean? I kind of sound like between that awkward phase of like a teen boy hitting puberty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like my voice is a little deep for a girl too. So that I think that kind of steps my think like a man a couple notches up. Yeah. But my crude humor also. So I tend to when I don't like something, instead of just saying like, oh I don't like that, I do a hand gesture. Like yeah, if I have I'm like an invisible you know general but area you, you're like a, a an air stewardess like <laughs> sometimes if i really don't like it just 
both hands, you know what I mean? And, and I, I trip people out when I do that. I even had like at work, one of my, one of my guys, one of the, the guys that, that does the crew work on the property. Mm-hmm. He, I did that one time and he's just like, I don't think I've ever seen a female do that. <laughs> I was like, it is what it is. yeah, it's my invisible um, man junk. So <laughs> your man junk man junk i don't know i guess because i don't have a real one i don't know what else to call it but my lady balls so your lady balls. yeah i'm sorry if that's illegal to say on air but it's not okay <laughs> lady lady balls your lady balls. my lady shaft <laughs> you got you man you got you got it i get it but you know i mean she said i get it <laughs> Like I got it, I got it. <laughs> I was, I was just pouring me some more water because we're gonna make. <laughs> oh goodness! We're having too much fun over here. But other than that, I think um, I kind of like that I'm the way I am, though. No, you know what? I take that back. I really like the way I am. I'm a lot of fun because you I change it for anything. Mm-mm. Nope, not I at all. I think that's the best part, though. You know, I. I definitely feel it makes you who you are and I can only hope that chef really appreciates the fact like I am where I am and how I am sometimes like it works in his benefit when I I do get my bossy side sometimes because sometimes we're out and about you know and I feel like we're kind of being done unjustly and I'm like okay let me look at this you know and normally he can be grumpy but I'm just better at it and I'm a little bit more professional when it comes down to it. So it's like, I can be like a corporate, like we're going to handle this. I think it, I think it makes me a lot more chill and laid back than most females because, um, you're able to understand more. Yeah. It come. it goes back to the whole jealousy thing, which I really like. Um, because you know, have you ever met someone just, you know, and, no shade to anybody that is jealous or whatever, but it's just not my cup of tea. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like to go to places and, you know, most girls, it's like you're hitting on the waitress, you know, and I'm one of those girls. It's like if I'm out with someone and that's say the waitress is hitting on them. It's like, hey, you can get a free appetizer. Take one for the, I'll take one for the team. I don't care. Like, go ahead. Do you boo. Make sure you get extra walk. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, I definitely think that gives me a sense of security when it comes to um, the jealousy aspect. I'm not a jealous person. And like when I was younger, of course, because I really didn't know much about relationships, but I definitely think that's a good factor in my relationships. And a lot of my friends tell me the same thing. Like you're so calm and chill about that. I'm like, I don't know. I get, cause most guys are not jealous. You know what I mean? Like it's, I even, you know, kind of instill it with like my niece. Uh, She'll ask me for different advice to things. And it's like, I even tell her, I'm like, don't sweat it, dude. Like you have so much more. Like I I kind of feel like I give her like a little junior playbook in a way. And it's so funny because without even thinking about it, she made her way out to another episode. We have a running joke that she has been now discussed in almost every episode that I've done or like recorded. And here it is again. You know, it's like perfect. It's perfect because like here is this teenage girl growing into her own, you know, coming into, I think she's a junior this year. Um, You know, so it's kind of like, 
you have this going to school, working full time or part time. And um, then you see her with like a relationship and you see these little boys even just trying to be men already. And I'm like, and then she'll ask me for my opinion. I'm like, if you do this, like game over, like I'm giving you, I'm giving you pro advice here. You know, <laughs> you're in high school. I'm giving yeah. you levels. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely feel you on that. Cause I have a little sister who's the same grade. Yes. And, um, yes, exactly. I, you know, and they, you don't realize how much they're looking up to you until you see them in a situation. Like I remember I heard my little sister say, dude, get out your feelings and get the bag. And when I heard her say that, I was like, I could have sworn. My niece does have like a little bit like, and I'm not saying like your sister does, but like she has like a little like slang to her. She has like a little yeah. like hoodie, like a little baddie trying to kind of personality. Just, and I'm just like, <laughs> I tell her, I'm like, why are you sweating these guys? Like, are you sure we're related? Cause I would never like, really? And don't get me wrong, like, I have had my moments in my lifetime. But, like, with those moments, I was like, no. You look back now and you're like. I told her, I was like, fix your lip gloss and pop a new piece of gum. Like, don't sweat it. I was like, do not sweat (laughs) these people. For real. Throw some hand sanitizer on and rid them away. (laughs) It's like, don't chase them, replace them. You know what I mean? Thank you. (laughs) You know, like, if they're going to cause this many issues already, like, adios, muchacho. For real. I'll be like, (laughs) I I dodged a bullet. Thank you. Exactly. You know how many of those I can say I dodged in the last 15 years? Plenty. I feel bulletproof after a while. (laughs) (laughs) I think think that's where you are today with your mindset of act like a lady, think like a man. Because of those bullets you dodged. I feel like it helped me. I didn't feel like I had to. I had to pull back on like being so much man mindset because (laughs) I did see where like it wasn't helping my relationship with Chef, but it wasn't helping it and because not necessarily like he wasn't cool with like having somebody who was a little bit more dominant, but it was just more so like we needed to find compromises together. So if I was going to tell him he couldn't be a Sour Patch Kid, I couldn't be a little bossy Mick boss pants. <laughs> you know, boss. I think boss. In, in my situation, it kind of helps because his humor is just as crude as mine. How long has your well, situation been going on, if you may, if you mind? Um, I think going on nine months. Wow, okay. Yeah. Damn, bitch. Do we not talk that long? You holding no, out on me? It, it took a slow, like, start. Hmm. Like, it just, okay, okay. I see what you get. Like, it started off as, like, all right, this is fun. And then, you know, doing Disrespect retracted. Yeah. And then as time went on, it's like, hey, you're pretty cool. I want to yeah. hang out more. And then it kind of kicked into overdrive. Like, all right, now we got to have the talk. What are we doing? So you mean he and, didn't see your awesomeness in the first eight seconds like I did? Oh, of course he did. It radiated out of you, right? <laughs> it was on that highlight. Not it was that glow. Just not the whole awesomeness like you did. But now it's more of a, all right, you know what? We was playing games the last seven months. Let's reiterate what this is. And now it's more in the sense of like, okay, this is an adult situation. I'm not going to call it relationship just yet, but no, it's yeah. adult situation to where like, all right, let's, let's really get to know each other. And then gotcha. we'll, we'll take it from there. So it kind of kicked into overdrive on the, all right, on the maturity level and getting to know each other. 
I understand that. And that's good though. I mean, you know, as long as y'all are trying to figure it out together and making the best moves for the both of y'all, then it's the best thing you could do. And you know, and and if it doesn't work out, I still have a good friend. You really do. He's still like, he's a really cool person. Um, really good person so if it doesn't work out I think we definitely reach that level because of the maturity that's in there if it doesn't work out on a relationship level I still have a really really good friend you really I mean that's that's true though that's the best part you know and I guess like you know that would be the perfect way to kind of wrap up our our chat for the evening what do you have to leave the viewers with you know women girls men like what what are some good little tips and advice that you would give towards you know having that mentality and mindset i think the the biggest tip i would give is go into a situation open minded because we tend to we tend to go based off a lot of people's advice and opinions everybody's different mm-hmm. so everybody goes based off their own um situation so we tend to take bits and pieces of advice and then we kind of create a scenario and then we go into a situation it doesn't work out like we expected and we run away Mm -hmm. so I definitely my advice to everybody is just go into a situation open-minded be yourself you know not everything's going to work out but don't you know in a sense grow in a situation but don't change who you are to please someone because you're just going to be miserable I get that I understand that I appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) i understand it girl (laughs) well i loved having you on and i know there's going to be plenty of other fire topics for us to definitely discuss and if you know anybody who is interested and wanting to be on definitely feel free to have anybody message me i would love to kind of get you know more content added in here and definitely get more you know even you know people who whom I've not ever met I would love to get some fresh faces and you know fresh perspectives and point of views you know anybody who might be interested I do actually just I was talking about it um at work today and uh, one of the new guys was asking me how would he would get started and asking advice and I'm like I personally don't know um but I can get you in touch with Miss Gabby over here and she can help you out. So Yeah, of course. For any questions and whatnot, even if it's to kind of get help setting up. Like I know I I'm only thankful for all of the help I found online. So I mean I'd be more than welcome to kind of point them in the right direction. Anybody who's interested in wanting to kind of get in touch with me and discuss different things or wanting to be a guest speaker can always reach me at Gabby at shipmyroommatesays.com. Super easy. All one word. Gabby at shipmyroommatesays.com. <laughs> That'll be trouble typing it. So. <laughs> all, okay. So if for the email, at least it's all just the word, like it's not, it's not, you know, like the special characters and all of that. It's literally just at shipmyroommatesays.com. <laughs> super easy I wasn't that complicated and extra with the email tried to make it as simple as possible (laughs) I still failed (laughs) you just you just have problems (laughs) I don't know what to tell you I tried helping but it's like you said where you lack 
No, I think I'm just screwed with that one, though. <laughs> I was like, honey. honey. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll hit a candle for you. Yeah, you want to do a prayer for me, because... I'll help you. <laughs> help me, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> no, honey, help you. You don't know technology. <laughs> no, I'm slow. <laughs> well, um, it was wonderful having you on, and thank you so much, Abby, for, you know, coming in and being part of the Shit My Roommate Says podcast. And I hope to have you back. Of course. Thank you for having me, Miss Gabby. Yes, ma'am. You have a wonderful evening. Hey, if you enjoyed today's topic and guests, just stay tuned and subscribe. 